for Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the warm-up with Warlow and Moods. Still plenty to come on this morning's show. All thanks to Furphy at Little Creatures, Geelong. Make sure you order up and get down to Little Creatures this weekend. Looking forward to some decent weather though, Moons. Mm-hmm. The, uh, we had a... 40 degree grand final day last <laughs> week and we were running with 15 over the next couple of days so it's, uh, it's I don't know what's going on it's nice to have daylight savings but we want to be able to get out in some sunshine not so much the rain um, we're going to take a look at some of the weekend preview in just a moment but let's get into the marketplace the marketplace for little creatures all creatures welcome Yeah, we're buying and selling something in the world of sport. And this week, Moons, I'm going to kick it off. Um, what are you obviously, buying? Obviously, this time last week, we're getting ready for grand final day. Mm. Great day. Collingwood fans would have been loving the result, all the rest of it. We find out on the Saturday morning late mm. that Jack Ginevan's gone to the races oh, at yes. Mooney Valley. And yes, great uh, money, preparation. Money Valley, as they love to call it, on a Friday night. And uh, so the preparation... So you're saying that was a good thing? Well, I think the preparation was questioned. Uh, Craig McRae during the week also mentioned that, you know, maybe it's not the best <laughs> idea, but people have got to be themselves and mm. do what they need to do. So what I'm buying is not necessarily the fact that he went, but I'm buying Mooney Valley because this week Jack Ginnivan has become an ambassador for the Cox Plate. Bring on the Cox Plate! Can't wait to be here Friday night, eve of the Cox Plate and Saturday to watch them run again. Ah, great gig. Marketing 101. He's probably got, he's topped up his betting account. He's getting great seats at Mooney Valley. He's getting all the catering. He's probably signing order us, getting photos. I reckon brilliant. Tick, tick, tick. Yeah, no, couldn't agree more. And these little outfit to Mad Monday. Perfect. And they, one of the jockeys actually during the week is going, I don't know where he got those silks from. Uh, and he's that organised was, that was in the quickly. space of 24 hours he's had to organise Well, he's that. played in the grand final on the Saturday. Sunday is what it is with the family day and all that sort mm. of stuff and a lot going on. Mad Monday comes around. Where did he have time? So someone's organised him for it. Well done. Outstanding too. Great to come in, outstanding. Yeah, well done. What are you buying this well, week, Well, on the back of uh, Jack Ginnivan's Mad Monday kit, I am buying Premiership Mad Mondays because wow. I spent. I did 15 Mad Mondays. I only enjoyed three of them. Yeah, Premiership right. ones. Yep. Let's be honest because when you get – when you go to a Mad Monday, it's either the Monday after the home and away season, you're not playing finals, yep. so you've had a horrible that's year. That's a poor season. That's a poor season. Or it's the Monday after you've just lost a final. That's not, that's not that's great. A bad you're feeling. not celebrating too much. Everyone goes, Mad Monday's best day. No, they're actually pretty crap. Yeah. But if you're celebrating a premiership, best Monday of your life. Yeah. And I remember 2007, a little story here, 2007. Yes. So we came in, so everyone says, this was your favourite. I said, 2007 by, by far, because... We get down to Lord of the Isles, which is a pub down in Geelong. Used to be owned by um, a bloke down there who was Peter Burnett. Absolute superstar. Legend of a man. Passed away. Just a great, great human. Used to put on a breakfast for us every morning. Beers, breakfast, 9.30am. We'd be into it. Bloody fantastic day. Stephen King, 07. Got up telling jokes. Like It was just one of those great days. So anyway, by the end of the day, a handful of us would always go to another bloke's pub, uh, the, the Como. Common Fiend, which is now ironically owned by Billy Brownless. Billy Brownless, yes. Uh, Jack used to own it. So Jack would let us come in and we'd get in there about five, six, seven o'clock at night and he'd just keep it open for us, close the place down and then we'd stay there till eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Just have an absolute <laughs> belt. Anyway, but this night we're sitting there, myself, Scarlo, Corey Enright, Joel Corey and I think uh, Darren Milburn. We're sitting at the table and the other boys hadn't started to filter in yet. So the text messages go out, filter in boys, come up here, this is where we all are. Just before that, Gary Senior walked into the pub. The great man. The great man. God has walked into the yes. pub. 
and and walked over to us and as all ablets do, they'd call you by your first name. Hello, Cameron. Well done. Congratulations. Matthew, congratulations. So he's gone around the tail. And yeah. Nathan Ablett used to do it. You go, Gay Nathan. Hello, Cameron. How are you? <laughs> it's just an Ablett thing. So the great man sat down with us. And for the next couple of hours, we're just pouring beers into his throat, just listening yeah. to stories, just getting everything they're offering. We're having the best time of our life. God is sitting at our table. Yes. And eventually, Scarlo gets the courage up and goes, Hey, Gaz, how many goals do you reckon you'd kick on me? And he goes, Oh, probably three or four in the first quarter, and we've all <laughs> lost it. We're rolling around on the floor. We thought it was the greatest thing we've ever heard. And then eventually I go, who's the best fullback you played on, Gaz? Come on. He goes, oh, you know, Danny Frawley, Spuddy, he was good. And he's naming a few. And he gets to and he goes, oh, who's that bloke? Who's that bloke used to, he was, he was pretty good, um, played at uh, uh, Carlton. What was his name? And I went, Sylvain. He goes, yeah, him. He wasn't bad. That was a fullback of the century. century. Forgot his name. Oh, again, we're rolling around on the floor. Know. The I, great I, man. I'm surprised that Gary even remembered Spuddy. Oh, he was yeah. always known for not really no, sort had of – Had no idea had, about anyone. Yeah, and then all who? the boys filters in. Gazza Jr. filters in. He's like, what the hell are you doing here, Dad? He goes, oh, having to be with the boys. We had, it was the best night of my life. So that was the by far the best Mad Monday. Buying bad Mondays, that is for sure. Gaz, right, we're going to sell something this week. I'm going to stick with you. You're okay. selling. What are you, what are you selling this I week? I am going to sell the carry-on, and I know it's not a great what, what's happened with Callum Mills, but the apology and the carry-on, it feels like he's murdered somebody. I want to firstly show my, my remorse and apologise to the club, the coaches, the board, my teammates, and especially the Swan supporters. I made a bad mistake, I put myself at risk, and I take full responsibility. Like, I get it. Yeah, like he, it's he, a lot. Like, he's injured himself on a mad Monday, and yes, I get it, but come on. It's like he was in court saying, before you give the sentence, I just want to say how sorry I am to, can I speak to the uh, victim's family yeah. here and just mention that I'm so remorseful, this will never happen again, I'm so sorry, I, please forgive you me. You could do that act a thousand more times and he wouldn't hurt himself. And unfortunately, yeah. it was just a really unfortunate accident. But to put him up there and make him apologise like, you know, something horrible had just happened in the world... This wasn't 9 11. Like, come on, let's oh, just, no. just calm down a bit. <laughs> it's just, it's just an injury. Spell. Let's just, everyone, just, and everyone that's jumping on him, talking about should he uh, lose his captaincy? Well, captaincy loss, um, down, loss people. of wages, all oh, that sort of stuff has been God's coming sake. out this hey, week. Hey, what are you selling, buddy? I'm selling, well, I'm selling a few things. I just wanted to quickly mention the World Cup's been announced for 2030, which is going to be in Spain. Portugal and Morocco, but also games in South America, okay. which are going to be in Uruguay, Paraguay, and Argentina. Okay, so, so every country me, in the world, I think getting everyone's a game. getting a game. I think Canberra's <laughs> getting a game. I think New Zealand are going to have a couple more. Like, I just feel like I understand there's a hundred year anniversary, and that's why they're playing some games in South, mm. South America as well. But come on, let's let's get a handle on this before it gets out of control. We're playing in three different continents for crying out loud. And I anyway, think, I think uh, was it about forty teams now? Forty six teams or forty eight teams or something like that from up from thirty two. Yeah, crazy. And the next one's in in America, Canada, and it's harder Mexico. to miss it than get in. I think so. I think um, yeah, I think so. But I'm actually selling 
VAR this week. As yes. Liverpool supporters, I don't, ag- I don't agree with uh, Klopp coming out and saying the game should be Absolutely re- replayed. Should. No, Replay it. We've been robbed. They, we were robbed against uh, Tottenham. That could Big cost Ange's us the team. premiership. Well, it could. Big Ange is on a roll. One of the only two teams undefeated, uh, them and Arsenal. Uh, but let's have a listen. The audio came out this week. It is an absolute shambles. Check complete. Check complete. It's fine. Perfect. Thank you, mate. The on-field decision was offside. Are you are you happy with this? Yeah. Are you happy with this? Offside decision. Go. Yeah. That's, no, that's what it does. What? On-field decision oh, was offside. Are you happy with this image? Yes, yeah, onside. The image we gave you is onside. Left back. He's played. He's yeah. gone offside. So, what actually happened on the field, which was remarkable, is that the VAR thought that the goal was given. Mm. And so when they did a review and they said check complete, then the check complete means that the decision you had yes. is fine. But the confusion was that it was given offside. Give so when they restarted the game and the ball went out, they said, ah, oh, there's nothing we can do here. There's nothing we can do. Just let it roll. Like what an absolute like, farce. Soccer is the, is, the, is the game that you can stop it at, at some point because – how many goals are being kicked? Like in AFL, you might get three goals in that space of uh, you know yeah, three minutes. minutes. But this this was like twenty seconds. Yeah. The ball went out of bounds, and they said delay the game, delay, delay, delay. And it's like there's nothing we can do. But as you said, there's they do it, they do it with do penalties. Now. They play they play on, and then they check after the ball's gone out to see if it yeah, was a penalty. Yeah, the ball goes up the other end. It was so weird. Liverpool a couple of years ago, they were playing City, I think, and City had a penalty shout, and then they let it play because they didn't call it, and the Liverpool scored up the other end. They went back and thought, oh, that's probably a penalty, but now that Liverpool scored, <laughs> uh, it's bad it. luck, there's nothing we can do. That situation is a different one, but if you're going to have technology come in like that, and they, they're talking about millimetres of offside, some decisions, if you're going to have technology like that, it's got to be right. But the fact that they thought the decision was one way and it was actually, oh, oh that's just how bad it was. An absolute disgrace. Anyway, if we lose by a point or two, I am going to... Yeah. I don't know. Well, I know. It's an absolute disgrace. This weekend, uh, Cricket World Cup starts uh, tomorrow. Um, I'm looking forward to it, but I haven't really been involved in the build-up at all. Watched a little bit of the other night with uh, England took took on uh, New Zealand. Now, quick question. Why why isn't India opening up the World Cup? Doesn't make any sense to me. There was no one in the crowd. No one in the crowd. I know those two teams played in the final. I get that, but I just feel like, yeah, you've got to open up with the England had had a great... Great first innings, but then New Zealand, oh my God. Yeah. They've just gone nuts and got it in about 35, 36 overs. Yeah. Bathurst tomorrow, looking forward to that. It's one of those ones, I guess, I'll put on in the shed and I'll sort of come past mm-hmm. every so often and see the updates. But it's one of those uh, races that I guess it's just a tradition that we watch. And, you know, even if you don't love motorsport from week to week, and I'm not that person watching it week to week, but I think Bathurst, yep. you sort of just flick it on and, and get the result, a bit like sort of test cricket. So... That's it for us, mate. Have a good weekend. All right, buddy. Uh, we'll Look see some trades during the week, hopefully, and we'll get a bit of player movement and uh, see what the go is. But looking forward to seeing all the action Cannot as the wait. AFL hits the headlines still for the next few weeks, that is for sure. Have a good weekend on the warm-up. All thanks to the little creatures. We'll catch you next Saturday morning. Enjoy.